Mailbag preview show 287, joined by Jack Dickens and Rob Scurry. Rob, good day out yesterday at, uh, where were they, Warwick Farm? Yeah, Warwick Farm, beautiful day. Um, yeah, just just feeling really, really confident about things at the moment. Borderline limitless. Um, yeah, we, we're going to roll on. Um, the horses are changing. We've got tired horses. We've got fresh blood, which are lower standard. Um, but, yeah, got a nose in front for November after from a long way back. And, um, yeah, looking forward to whatever, whatever, wherever we go. I don't know what I like more. You winning that shirt or your hair, but they're all good. And Jack, how did you fare at uh, one of your favourite tracks, Sandown, yesterday? I got out of tri- I got out of trouble late. Uh, winning day just. Um, God bless Princeton Spirit or Princeton Award or something. Um, Stackhouse. Stokes trained. Stackhouse gave it a fucking peach yeah. from a wide draw. He's um, going pretty well. Yeah, he is. Um, we we just got out again. Right, we didn't just get out, but we were winning, but we just didn't land any more blows back half of the card. Caulfield sat day, but it was uh, a very, very big night at Mooney Valley on Friday night and uh, been up late doing it last night, and I think it might be the same. It looks a juicy, juicy card at the Valley. Speaking of Daniel Stackhouse, there was a bit of a Kiwi domination for the jockeys at Caulfield last week. McD, Stackhouse, J-Mac. Well, there's, a, there's certainly like it's, everything's imported in racing. The stayers are imported. Most of the horses are imported, or they're Kiwi horses. Our, one of our biggest trainers is a Kiwi. Our biggest jockey is a Kiwis. Or they're West Australians, basically. Much. All it's right. Interesting. It is indeed. Uh, preview show tips for last week. I think it's the first time we haven't had a winner between us three in, on a show. So disappointing. We'll need to step up. Uh, oh, I'm still in front. You're still in front. Yep, you are 69, percent which you're probably happy at. Uh, favorite number, favorite position. 26 percent for me, 36 for Rob. All right, we'll get cracking into it. Uh, Kim Lagrange is the main New South Wales meeting on Saturday uh, for the Gong meeting, which we were close to having just folk running in, um, but no longer. He'll go to the Cranbourne Cup, which we'll talk about later. Instead, what are we thinking, Rob? Any initial thoughts for the gong, or how the track will play, or anything like that? Yeah, well, I I need someone else does that for me, so I'm I'm not sure. Um, notoriously, a very tricky meeting. I never go. Um, I, I've I've never been to Kembla Grange, and I won't be going again this year. Um, yeah, look, just there's a, there's a couple of bets on the card. I think um, in the in the gong race. I've just scanned the field quickly and um, I've come across Surf Dancer. Um, wide gate, um, probably roll forward if, if if there's some, you know, if, if, if there's an advantage in that, there's medium tempo. Um, I think it's going to, you know, four lengths off, you know, the, the top sprinters reads very well for this. Um, yeah, so he's, I'm leaning that way at the moment, but it looks a very flimsy race. You've got Osipenko, you don't, you know, he could come out and brain them, could run nowhere. So um, and there's about four other Wallers, but for me, uh, Surf Dancer looks like an each way bet. Jack possibly has the inside word with his new friend, James McDonald, uh, on Osipenko. Uh, we did try to uh, acquire the services of James for Just Folk. Uh, but he's already booked for Uncle Chris and the captain, Osipenko. Um, 
as a betting race, I think it's pretty tough because, like, Ossipenko has a much better horse on paper. His SP profiles are races coming out of than these horses, but this is certainly not what they were planning at the start of spring, would be my guess. So then I decide, I think, and then I probably just want to fence it. Um, like there's there's the afterthought for the good horse, and then there's mm. like probably like seven or eight grand finals for like the goodish horses, mm. and then there's how's the track racing? How wet is it? Is it wet? Um, where are these guys going to be in run? Uh, I I think this race is real real tough. Thought Detonate Jack's a little bit short. Pinko gets the blinkers on for the first time. Yeah, well, it's got. Like SP profiles near Mr. Brightside, mm. so that holds you up pretty well anywhere you want to go in Australia. Seven dollars fifty in the Turnbull, which obviously the the format of that's been franked very good many times now. Yeah, so all right, tricky. I think I think it's it's the way you got to lean. Barry Ten's okay with mm. those two. What do you think it, deserves to, it deserves to be favourite. I'm surprised it's not like a two in front of it. Maybe it starts there. What's wrong with Surf Dancer? Pick some holes. Tell me why I'm wrong. No, nothing's wrong. You just want to see it parade, I guess. We won't be able to. We'll have to tune into I... um, China and 528 and see what they say. <laughs> but I saw it first up. It looked, it looked, looked pretty well. Look, you know, it didn't look out of place against the best horses in Sydney's got. Second up stats, six starts, two wins, one third. What about this... communist Robert Price? Yeah, I'm not not sure he's done much this campaign. Horse Wouldn't after sh- named after your own heart there. Uh mate, it's more your heart, mate. You're the, you're the <laughs> one who wants things man- mandated and you know, hey. follow fo- follow the government and do, do what you're told. That's I don't you. want to be doing any <laughs> video mate. editing, so <laughs> it was only two point eight. Got him think, gone. Two point eight <laughs> off in the Golden Eagle. Um oh, yeah, well, that was a bit of a messy race, I think. Um yeah, that that sounds pretty Good, you know, obviously a chance, but um, yeah, very tricky. A bit like, bit like the um, the the Newcastle race last week. It, it seems mm. very very hard. All right, we'll move on then to race eight, the Warra, uh, open handicap over a thousand meters, worth three hundred thousand dollars. Oh well, you are. Yeah, You're right then, mate. Yeah, uh, Dragonstone come up favourite five dollars fifty though, so not no clear favourite there. You, I thought Malkovich re- was a big price here, Rob. Double figures, Barrett, nice draw. Just has to go forward. Beyond airborne, rider suits. Yeah, I think it went really close in this race last year. I might have won it. Um, he's he's pretty honest front runner. Um, Fifth in this carrying- race, in two lengths. Fifth, okay. Um, look, at least he hasn't been running, you know, week after week. Um, this this looks like maybe a bit of a plan for him. Brudenell might give him a bit of a race up front. That's a very quick horse. Um, you've got quick tempo coming up from a thousand meters as well. I guess it stays at a thousand. Dragonstone's going to get back. You know, the speed's going to be on, but you know, over a thousand. Um, yeah, I'll be looking for something just, you know, just off the speed. Um, Maybe a horse like Dehorn Unicorn could improve, um, but again, very very tricky. Bacchanalia, if it got a bit wetter, I'd be interested. But you you, you are paying the J Mac tax, so it's probably unders. 
What about the uh, the top weight, 11-11, four starts at the track and distance for four wins? Wow. Can't, um, can't knock that. Nash from not, the back. Well, there we go. It probably does set up for him, but he's always aiming at the magic million. So he could and he's none a, from 10 first up. Yeah, it could just be a barrier trial for the big Magic Millions carnival, which and he was, seems to he run. Was, he was a disgrace last prep versus what he's normally doing. That's why you're getting a big price. Yeah, he looked like he almost broke down at Newcastle one day, I recall. Um, that was in the last prep. Adding to Malkovich there, Jack. Um, Three-length trial win in preparation for this versus overpass. Yeah, like he's obviously going pretty good. I, I reckon they'll trim him up, and I thought... The interesting horse to what the market does is Cannonball. Uh, this this horse by Capitalist was uh, first up off two good trials, okay trials, I thought. Uh, maybe on Stakes Day or yeah. one of these days. I think it was Champions Day, Stakes Day, they now call it. Stakes Day now called Champions Day. Um, he was one of the biggest drifters of all time. First up. Now he's a big fat price. That was against Spacewalk and Najim Sahail. Generation, generation ago around in the um Patrick Cat. Whatever yeah, at Cranbourne on Saturday. So um I certainly couldn't trust it, but um interesting to see what the market does. Seventeen dollars around is a big price. All right. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Mm. Very tricky day by the sound of it at uh, mm. Kimball. But an interesting day, Jono, because we've got a runner in race 10. Um, we could have been in one of the early races. Uh, we've scratched and we've gone to race 10. Shout out to Dosh, she'll be there uh, representing. Um, what a woman. And your um, man on, Rob. Jason Collett. Yeah. Love Jason. I'm, I'm, I'm warming to Tyler Schiller as much as Jason. Like, huh? there's nothing gives me the warm fuzzies when I find, like, Tyler Schiller or Jason Collard on a horse. I just, just feel like I'm going to get every chance. And I don't know, something about Tyler, he just seems to be beating beating his, the market expectation, Jack. Oh, I'll look, down it I'll look yeah, it up for you, bro. That, yeah, I just, I've got a lot of love for Tyler Hopefully right now. Hopefully he's riding one on in race 10. Draws perfectly barrier one, probably just either lead or camp in behind speed. Is that what you're thinking, Jack? I think we can sort of pivot around with the way the track's racing. He's got uh, proper tactical speed. Uh, he's debuting in our silks, but he's already done a phenomenal job, John. Like, he's basically, yeah, he's covered himself, and we're very grateful for that. Uh, he, he showed, like, solid speed last start over 1,200. He's got a pattern that says he's going to be forward of midfield probably in the first three horses in run. From, from barrier one, you'd think it's lead or coffin. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to get every possible. Um, and any rain certainly helps his chances as well. Yeah, but predicting the rain down there is not worth doing. One of the harder things I've ever seen in my life. So we just leave it up to the gods as we always do. We pray to each and every one of them. Uh, they'll just get a light, gentle sprinkling across the whole track at about 4 p.m. All right, perfect. Um, and he was about a fourteen dollars shot last I looked. He looks a very honest conveyance, Jack. The oh. Dunusta. Yeah, I think he's Ooh. gonna be a ripper. Five-year-old, oh, he... girlie by Zoo Star, Rob. Zoo Star. Mm. 
Oh, shout out to Zach. And you would assume that every uh, the Godolphin horse uh, third favourite there probably goes to that other race that we were in, where it's favourite. Uh, well, there's a few double nommies, yeah. So um, we're just living hope that we the race softens. We thought this was weaker, and um, and the, the man behind the scenes in Sydney, particularly for them, who's doing these decisions, is one of the most astute operators that would be in, in that sort of role in racing. So, um, sort of take the hands off steering wheel down there and just have full faith in what they're doing, where they place them, and how they do it. All right. Perfect. Let's head to Cranbourne then for Cranbourne Cup Day. Uh, Jack, any idea how the track's going to play? Any opinion there? No. Okay. No, the rail's out three, which is weird. Um, but it's a it's a finals day for them. It's a big day. Um, so they can sort of be a little bit different to, to normal. It's 10 of the best. Um, so you could see a little bit of irrigation applied. There's rain predicted Friday, Friday, but Friday afternoon, uh, and there's gentle rain predicted Saturday, but it's looking like five mil max both times. So anticipate some irrigation, um, but I'm not, I'm not overly sure. What about Flemington trying to just steamroll over the top of Cranbourne too and take their carnival? Unbelievable racing cannibals. Um, yeah, so it's it's Cranbourne, so. Advantage on speed as a starting point. Yep. All right, perfect. We'll take a look at the Rosemont Stunt Stud Pendant, Race 3, uh, the Apache Cat Classic, and the Cranbourne Cup. Uh, we'll kick off with Race 3 for Phillies and Mares. Open 1,400 metres. Rob, couple you know here to kick us off. Kazoo for uh, Chris Waller, as well as Frumos for Chris Waller. Yeah, uh, Kazoo... Created very forward first up. I think it was a winning result for us. Um, yeah. yeah, and it won against the pattern that day, I thought. So it was a very, very good one. A one win. Um, revolutionary miss. I'm not sure what to do with her. Um, I thought she looked really, really... No, I'm getting it confused with the other one, that Silks, um, which was a Magic Millions winner. Um, but yeah, she's, she's obviously... Which one? Miss Hellfire, is that the... Uh, no, it's not that one. There's, there's, there's got another one that went awful at, at, at um, Rose Hill the other week. Um, might have retired. It might have ran second uh, in the Magic Millions two-year-old um, against uh, the Ma Eustace horse. Oh. Uh, anyway, moving on. Look, I, I don't know. Look, it looks very, very tricky. Kazoo, if it, if it holds that, it'll probably be hard to beat. Um, yeah, I'm just going to mute while the dog barks. I don't like Kazoo at all. I hate Frumos. I think the Sydney form stinks here. Um, I don't think Climbing Star is genuine, but I think it's going to get every possible from that barrier with Craig Williams to this track. Um, I, I think this race absolutely stinks. The only play I could suggest if you're playing at home is the eight Nijiko for Maddie Raymond and Declan Bates. Uh, barrier two... Like it's probably going to be third pair of the fence, which is probably a car crash for anyone who's on it. Um, but it's you know, thirty to one or something like that. Um, and in a race of horses that I just would feel sick about putting my hard earned on, uh, just to have a little investment on the race, that's how I'd play it. Gamble responsibly. One hundred eight five eight eight five eight. All right, we'll pretty quickly get over that race then. Uh, Rob, was it um, 
Russian conquest. It was slightly different uh, silks, but... Okay, yeah, th- yeah, that was one I was thinking of. I thought it looked very, as good as it ever looks. It's a really nervy, kind of edgy kind of parader, and it finally looked like relaxed and good and went awful. So, but yeah, that's also I was thinking. Cool. Yeah, all right, all good. Um, uh, can we can we circle back to Tyler Schiller before we go to the next race? Did you did you get anything there for me, Jack? No, I didn't. I'll get it for you. You you oh. you've got to drive the next race though. Is Tyler's riding on Saturday, is he? Because I want to yeah, find him. Yeah, in race ten is is next to ours. I think he's number four. We're number five or number three, number four. All right, race eight at Cranbourne's the Apache Cat Classic Open Handicap over thousand meters. We've got Exeter in the race. Uh, he's obviously likely to find the 1,000 metres. bit too sharp against these horses, which, uh, you know, there's a few 1,000 metre specialists in this field. So um, although he did surprise with probably one of his better runs of last prep over 1,000 metres down the straight at Flemington. So um, he'll likely need the run, but hopefully he's running all well. Uh, uh, I, I thought that, It's gonna. It, we're gonna need a lot to go right. Yeah. Tyler Schiller, Rob, uh, beats it. Beats the expected. Goes at eight and a half percent profit on turnover. Uh, his last one hundred rides, incredibly, incredibly unsuccessful though, when he combines with John Ash, John Thompson, which he does there on Crafty Eagle. Back to Cranbourne. All right. I think Mid Midwest seems like a very honest horse. Very, very. I've I've seen him run a, some big races. One, one big race, especially in Sydney. I think, yeah, it might have, might have. Oh, I think yeah. I fell yeah. in a Midwest. I think I fell in a Midwest this race last year. Uh, I think he's pretty yeah, pretty honest. Third to Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at that race there, Jigsaw goes up seven kilos compared to Midwest, staying at the same weight. To last yep. year, that's Ethan, Ethan Brown rode it, Chuck King Jr. Full credit to him, our man that day. Um, it's a fucking hard race, I thought. What do you make of have you ever seen Alicia Roma, Rob? I can't place it, mate. Sorry, it's in those China horse cub colors. I'm just it's a out. Snowden operation. Um, yeah. it comes from a Tari victory after running second at. Um, Newcastle. Newcastle. It goes from Angela Davies to the Snowdens. This is Snowdens' first up. Um, The inform Mitt D aboard. Yeah, I saw it at Newcastle that day. John needs to start doing these shows in a fucking All Blacks jersey. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it at Newcastle. Um, Just, you know, barely a Saturday horse to look at. A man by your song. Usually go better in the wet, those ones, your songs. I thought it represented potential value in this race. Um, I thought Rich Fortune, potentially some value. Um, and I I just I find it hard to trust this horse, but I always like it a little bit, and that is the two-generation. Brings the grouse, Najim Sahail form, uh, lovely SP profile. Uh, got some Imperatrice form there, if you don't mind. Never seen Cranbourne, but that's where the horse would be based. Um, uh, potentially, it's the it's the one in the market that interests me the most. 
probably then Rich Fortune, and then I'm really fascinated by this um, Alicia Roma. Um, they booked a rider, so I assume it's coming. Um, it's got no weight. Just the wide draw, like you're trusting them to be really positive and um, it's not really something you want to do with Mickey D and the Snowdens. You know, first up of 48 days from Barrier 9. Um, but throughout its career, it's, it's been a lead up, but this it's led in a lot softer races, John, than this. So, you know, there's, there's leading a fucking benchmark 78 at Newcastle and then it's trying to lead the Apache Cat at Cranbourne, so... Yeah, I sort of looked looks at, looks looks a genuine amount of speed too. I looked at generation and sort of pinned it a little bit, just not being a thousand meter horse compared to some of them who look like it really specialises. But if you actually take a look at its thousand meter runs, there's plenty of good ones in there. It was fourth beating one point six in the Moya when calling Gatta won it. Um, wasn't far off in that dual race with uh, Space War. And that that cool and Gatta race. Uh, he was one of the biggest steamers of all time in a big race on a Friday night. He might have been like 14 or 8 into $4 that night or something like that. It was a big go, I think. I don't know if it was that one. Oh, it might have been the William Reed when September. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. I'm tired. Yeah. All right. And we will hit, he'll probably... Just camp behind a, a hot speed. I think he, I think he coffins behind Midwest. I think Midwest and Jigsaw come across Jungle Jim, Alicia Romeo have a lot of decisions to make. Twin Perfection's going good. It can win. Uh, it's a really good race. Taunting's got decent numbers. I'll throw up if it wins because we backed it to win that first race on Cox Plate Day and it couldn't win that. And if it won this, I'd just be sick. But I think it could. Um, and even Charlemagne for Jesus. Good horse, good draw. Basically, the only horse I couldn't entertain backing at the current prices, like I, I could, I would say you're being silly if someone tried to articulate why they wanted to back it is our horse. <laughs> so, so we are, but we've been wrong before, and hopefully we're really wrong here. Indeed. All right, let's go to the big one then. Race nine, Cranbourne Cup, over a mile worth five hundred thousand dollars. Number two, just folk. You, you held that for a little bit, didn't you? What's that? 500. You sort of slowed that down like Bill McLaughlin. <laughs> Thousand. Exactly. Um, yeah, just folk. Bo Murden's rides from Barrier 9. Jack, what are we thinking? Uh, given the ride to Bo, um, sort of wasn't sure what way to go, to be honest, because Ollie's retired. Um, I think it's a pretty simple ride. Um, probably there's a scratching or two, but I think the speed's basically here to shock us and potentially a session. Uh, Charterhouse from the wide draw, you'd think goes back. Uh, I'm actually mapping this right now because it didn't save last night when I did it. Foxy Cleopatra was enormous last start, and from Barrier 3, you can sort of take a bit of a spot, I thought. Um, and Euphoric, Umgawa, B Hunter, and Vladivostok sort of further out the back. Uh, I I think the barrier we've drawn, um, <clears throat> well, I don't want to play all the cards on the show, but I think we have endless options to how the track's racing. There's not a lot of speed and no one really wants to lead, so we've got that up our sleeve. Uh, we don't have to go forward. We can go back with the poundings of this world and, and, and find a phenomenal little spot as well if that's how the track's racing. 
I think we could dive and get to the fence, to be honest. It's, there's not a lot of speed. Foxy Cleopatra's flying, but you don't want to ride it upside down to how it flew last start, do you? So I don't think it's any closer than sort of third pair. Um, Charterhouse might get sent from the wide draw. I thought that's maybe an option. I think Vladivostok will kick up from that inside draw a little bit, but I don't think it can sort of kick up to a point where there's a stupid amount of speed in this race. Um, I think it's... I think Foxy Cleopatra and, and a session are the biggest dangers to us, and a session's probably the, the value option in the race if you're not biased, like we the three of us are. Let's just be honest. Let's own it. Um, but I, I reckon if he goes straight, he'll kick their heads in. Mm. Rob? Just would love a little bit of rain for him. Um, heaps, heaps of rain. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about just... taking Dars down there later, like Friday night, and just... Joking. Umgala seemed to be running, be running well. He seems to be well in at the weights here. A little Just bit. leave the sprinklers on, you know. I actually got form with that, Rob. I um, I was around the side of the house having a vape mm-hmm. on the phone to someone, and we've got like a nice little garden down the side instead of it just being overrun shit. And we put in the hard yards and made it a beautiful garden. There's apple trees and all sorts of shit down there. Beautiful. She's always she's obviously out of action. So I went around there. I turned the lock sprinkler system that she built too. I didn't even build it. Turned it on. Two or three weeks later, I went around there for another vape on a phone call. And I thought, fucking hell, have we mulched that? Well, who mulched that? Because if I didn't do something around here, it hasn't been done now. Only because Emma's sick. Mm. Uh, uh, no, the mulch is just a different color and really like looks fresh because it's been watered for two and a half weeks <laughs> consistently. So I was a strip out and I apologize to the water people. But <laughs> um, anyway, back to the just about leaving taps on. Let's leave some taps on at Cranny. Umgawa, we uh, just folk had it pretty much covered in that race at Flemington. I mean, it did have it covered. And obviously, we were going into that first up with improvement to come. So I think we've got Umgawa covered. Umgawa's a tough little bugger, though. Like, he's had a oh, jump out. So he's had a jump out to freshen up for this. Like, mm. um, they just pull the work into him and he. Loves it. Yeah, if he was a rugby league player, he's a, he's a second rower. Truck's nut. Mm. Just a big nut trucker. Just folks like a center, you know. And his last seven a lot of work run, that finishes it off. And his last seven um, runs as prep, apart from one race, he's been beaten within a length. Yeah. All in, was, in group three race. Second rower lost getting over the line. Line chaser. Which also I saw it. Was it a session just running somewhere? Maybe it was last start against Juniper. He, he set off. He, he made a mid race move or something. It looked a bit looked a bit odd. Um, yeah, that was in that. the Seymour Cup. Um, yeah, but the Seymour Cup, the way I read, it's gone pretty good. So, um, okay, yeah. Well, if he bounces off that, you know, he's obviously up. To, you know, he's a nice looking grey, big, strong type. Um, big opportunity for Harry Coffey. I don't pounding, know. pounding Jack is he is he had enough this time in? Or? Oh mate, he's like he he's a just a he trucks nut like like no other horse I've ever seen almost like he's in a world of his own as far as aerobic capacity and just the ability to to front up and deliver. I reckon they potentially half cooked him last prep, which was a phenomenal prep, and full credit to him. But he's he's not he's. Best runs this prep 
uh, like four lengths off his best runs last prep. Mm. Um, I, I'd say if he doesn't win this race, they'll give him a proper spell because he's a really good horse and he's super tough. But maybe they just sort of hasn't got over that brutal preparation he had. Like he had the same preparation but harder than Keats and just kept going. So um, he's definitely capable of kicking their heads in in this race, but he hasn't done anything in the last couple of runs this prep that, that say, hey, I'm about to do that. Whereas mm. the last preparation, it was kind of like, well, if he backs up that number he ran the other day, then he's going to be very hard to catch again. Yeah. Not so much this prep. Third to Cascadian in an Australian Cup reads well for this. I um I can't quite understand Euphoric being five dollars in this field. Uh, there's the there's the Gregorell tax at Cranbourne. You have got to remember that. You talk about the JMAC tax sometimes. Let's get a little bit deeper. Let's put tin foil hats on. Gregorell's uh, an operator at Cranbourne. He uh, knows how to get one to to go well there. And I, I I'm scared of him when I go there. I have been for five years. Not of Greg as a bloke. I don't even know what he looks like, but um, scared of his horses. I think they might jump out of the ground. Um, I agree with you though, John. Started four forty in the benchmark eighty last start, uh, but it was worth five hundred thousand. Um, that race. I thought the win at the win at um, Geelong was good, but he was lucky in a way the other way other horses were ridden that day. Von Hawk come out of that race. We backed it and the winner race one uh, Champions Day, I reckon, or Oaks Day maybe. And, you know, Von Hawk was entitled to win that race and didn't. Um, what a deal wouldn't be $5 here. So I agree with you. And then there's the map. that It's going to get back and need speed on. And I don't know. I don't think there's a heap of genuine speed here. All right. Um just folk looks a good chance if he can run straight then. Um, I'll quickly look at my... Oh, we'll look at your guys' best bet first, actually. Rob, have you got one ready for us? Yeah, uh, Touristic in race one at Kembla. Um, the other favourite lyrical gangsters out of a Wednesday. I know he's got 10 kilos nearly heavy, more than him. Um, but he's he's just, I think, a better horse. He's, we're back to around that price, price point where I seem to strike well at. So, yeah, touristic race one for the Snowdens. And Tom Sherry, you'll probably get a bit of a price. Yeah. Well, when it wears his friend, I drop off, you know, once the claim goes a little bit. But, um, yeah, he, he, I think Tom, Tom, Tom's a hungry jockey and, um, a strong jockey. And, you know, he should give this a good chance. Um, you'll see Lyrical Gangster. He, he hits a flat spot in his run. So, you know, if you, if the stick's pulled out at the 600, um, don't give up hope because he'll, he'll, he'll keep coming. But, He'll need race shape, um, where I think uh, Touristic's got a bit of a bit of a better turn of foot. And um, we were on it last start. I thought it paraded well. I think you know it'll probably get to a, you know that more closer to four dollars by the time they jump. Perfect, Jack. Uh, what do you want from me? Best bet. That Is was it? Uh, race one, number one, by the way, for Rob at Kimberley Grange. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah, so a best bet, please. I will go. Firstly, I reckon the how many runners have we got in Queensland for the for the for the blood So we've got Facer Jury Friday night. Yep. Mooney Valley, nine five five, the challenge. Uh sixty K race. God bless it. Uh Exeter. Exeter, just folk, 
and Donusta on Saturday. So face yeah. a jury, Exeter, Donusta, Just Folk. Four horses in Melbourne Friday, Saturday. And what have we got Keats, in Queensland? Keats on Sunday. Um, Keats on Sunday. Kilmore Cup. And Saturday we'll have Scapini at Toowoomba and yeah. uh, True Patriots uh, at Kilcoy. Seven runners. I think the over-under is probably 3.5 for wins this weekend. That's how <laughs> I hope, I'm feeling I about so. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great about it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be pleased with that. I just take just folk. That'll be enough. Just folk. Nah, fuck that. I want. I want. I want a few more. I reckon we're gonna. If the gods shone upon us and say, "Hey guys, have all the favors in run," we could get a few more. And, and God knows what happens in Queensland. We might even just pick up another two there. My best bet, John, at Cranbourne. I'm making up as I go because I, I, I'm not convinced with the rain. Where's the rain coming? Is it coming? Is it not coming? I don't want to just throw out our horses. I like I like every horse we have running in Victoria on the weekend, except for Exodus. So a nice kickoff point for him. Uh, I'm going to go with race six, number seven, Zam Bagini, for Matt Laurie and Bowie Mertens. Bowie Mertens might have one of the biggest weekends of his riding life. God bless him. All right, perfect. And I'll go to Pukakoi. Oh yeah, turn it up. Say it again, baby. <laughs> Race eight, number two, Aromatic. Uh, Opie Bosson for Mark Walker and Sam Burgesson, TRKR. Uh, it is the County's Cup, Group 3, over 2,100 metres, $170,000. That's not bad for us. Um, and End time, baby. Exactly. Um Aquacade for Warren Kennedy and Cambridge Stud, who are flying with their horses, as uh, $2.20 favourite. Um, they matched up last start over this track and distance pretty much, um, and Aquacade got the better of it. Gets a three and a half kilo swing in its favour for Aromatic. So, and it goes from Jonathan Parks, who's all right, to Opie Bosson, which obviously is a massive tick. Uh, so I will go that way. Aromatic, $4.50. I'm feeling like changing my bet. <laughs> what was Zambagini's odds? Five bucks. Might take him to place. No. <laughs> Just give me one sec. Also, on the weekend, guys, tonight, themailbag.com.au, I'll go run through every single race at Cranbourne. We'll look at some races at Kembla Grange. We'll talk a heap of shit, probably talk about the cricket. We'll also go through a stack of races at Mooney Valley because it is a juicy Juicy meeting at Mooney Valley. Um, and what else is going on, Rob? Are you going to come to the Adelaide Magic Millions? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so, mate. And what, you got a ticket for me? Um, we got the railway stake in Perth. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete on track in Perth. Will That's be, what I want um, to talk about. That's right. He and will, he was good he, last night. Was it Northern? Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was like a square day for him, but you know yeah, his horses lie, ran man. well. Just just playing the V, playing the V, getting the iron. Yeah, all right. But he had a good Pistol he had a good day at Ascot last time, and he he will uh, on track uh, with his prices. I think uh, you know you're in safe hands. And we've got uh, less than a minute here on this Zoom, uh, so just quickly, London Point over half already reserved, uh, PDS pending. Email Jono at themailbag.com.au. For more and outstanding 
uh, way to kick off your your ownership career. It's going to head to Gold Coast. It's going to make a, it's going to comfortably make back what you pay for it. Have a phenomenal weekend wherever you are. Gamble responsibly. One eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. And bye for now.